What's up, Banana Bunch? Mark here with the Jungle Games Podcast, and we got a great episode for you. What the f***? Welcome to the Jungle Gyms Podcast. What's up, Banana Bunch? Welcome to the Jungle Gyms Podcast. We're having a great time today here. It's another Wednesday, another time for you to check out the show. We're live in the store right now. You can see me hanging out here back by Hot Sauce. We've got all kinds of fun stuff for you planned today. So this week, I've actually got a really good one. We are helping launch, and it's in stores now. It's called Dojoy Bread. It is a keto-friendly bread. We're gonna learn all about the process of making that bread, and we're gonna do one of my favorite things I've gotten to do yet. I've wanted to do this for a while, and we're doing some taste tests with some customers on the show. Really looking forward to that. But, you know, uh, this is a good part for me to say, hey, if you're listening to the show right now, I appreciate it. But I would love if you could also watch the show on YouTube. Now, you don't have to. You, you can still enjoy this as an audio-only format. But we're just such a visually interesting store, and there's so much to see that I would just really love for you to check it out, too. So you can follow us on YouTube. But if you're sticking with the audio, that's cool. Leave me a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as they like to be called now, or Spotify, depending on your platform of choice. It'd be awesome. Now, of course, for the show, I always love to do fun, interesting things like let you know about new products that are coming out, all that kind of stuff. And one of the cool things about Jungle Gyms to me is that if we carry a product line, maybe you've heard of it before, like this giant jug of Tabasco that I've been carrying off camera the whole time and maybe regretted not just leaving it on the floor at first. But we have this whole line of Tabasco products. So as part of our deal squeal imports versus domestics in that series, I got my buddy Volat to come in here and Chris is gonna run down this whole lineup of all these different Tabasco products. So come on in and check out some products like this. We'll go there first, okay. All right, Chris, what are we doing today? Hot sauce, my man. Sounds good. Okay, so one of my favorite things about Jungle Gyms, and I've talked about this on the show, I think Beckett mentioned this once when he was in here talking about international products. If we carry a product, we carry the whole thing. So if you're going to your usual, you know, grocery store chain or whatever you're into and backhanding a bag of Tostitos on accident, the three you're going to find most commonly are these three right here. Uh, you probably have only really got hip to these two because you go to Chipotle for lunch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm one of them. I love the Chipotle one. And the classic red pepper, it's great. Uh, but at Jungle Gyms, you see there's what? They have the classic three, and then we have five, six, seven, eight. There are five, seven, eight. Yeah, eight more. <laughs> I'm probably not right. I'm trying to count quickly on air. This is terrible. It's a terrible thing. Don't make me count. I'm not I'm not a pig that counts things. Is that, What do animals count things? Is that horses? It doesn't matter. The good news is you got it right. It's eight. <laughs> you We're animal. off to a great start right you, out of the gate. You animal. I am an animal. But uh, no, so I thought it was fun that we had these. So Sheep. yeah, talk to me a little bit. What, sheep? Don't you count sheep? You count sheep, but I think one of the animals can be trained to count things, but I think it is oh. horses. Okay. Horse fanatics confirm my, my bias here. Um, so yeah, we've got all these different sauces. So yeah, talk to me, baby. Um, as you said, the three classics, the three we know. <laughs> the three amigos. <laughs> I haven't had any others. I am new to you with this. Cool. Um, the family reserve, mm -hmm. I think it's a, a bit of a different aging process. I believe yeah. the spice level is the same. I believe it comes from the same exact family. Right. Um, 
just as any special reserve or family reserve kind of thing goes. Yeah, I think they age them in like vinegar. Well, it is vinegar, right? yes. Okay. But I, I think it, what it probably is is the aging uh, oh, longevity. In, and that, yeah, for eight years in white oak barrels. Wow. Aged up to eight years. Okay. That's cool. Cool. Great. So I'm now we know. Start. I was excited about the wrestling lineup. I, what grabbed me first is I was like, oh, wow, Tabasco makes their own sriracha style sauce. That's pretty cool. I think they had to do it. I think it's a good move. And, Smart. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm curious to see, because sriracha to me is uh, a flavor of its own, as well as Tabasco is a flavor of its own. Right. So now Tabasco has sriracha. What's going on there? Hey, we're mixing it up. Don't tell the Band-Aid people. They're going to start making other products still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I So the one one of the ones, this one is one I am familiar with. This is the Raspberry Chipotle here. That's a personal favorite for You've me. It. And I should mention while we're doing this, this is not sponsored content. We just found a bunch of hot sauce and we're like, oh, this is a great one. And it's a familiar brand to all of you. But Tabasco, if you are watching... I'll send you my Venmo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, all kidding aside, I, w I mean, I guess I wasn't kidding. I will send you my Venmo. Uh, but I was excited to maybe try one of these to see what's different because, I, again, I haven't heard of most of these. What's the white one here again? What is this? Uh, Ooh, that's a traditional buffalo-style hot sauce. Yeah. So that's made out of buffaloes, which is really crazy. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, that's yeah, true. They just I think chop there's... the wings right off. <laughs> right off. We got, um, it looks like a sweet... Uh, a sweet one, right? A yeah, sweet, sweet and spicy, I think. Which I, that's, is just big on every flavor profile now. Sweet and spicy is the thing, yeah. right? Ice creams, candy, yeah. sweet and spicy is the thing. And then we got, um, I believe it's scorpion. Too hot for me. Yeah, a little too, it, yeah a little too much heat. I'm not trying to uh, prove myself to I think it's you. cayenne and garlic and then a habanero. Yeah, this is probably still kind of spicy. And then, of course, the other two we mentioned. I think we should go sweet and spicy. I'm here with you on that. So let's bust this baby out. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder there. I just felt very confident in opening this. You got the quick reach. Every so often. Whoa! Yeah, we'll find it later, folks. Yeah. All right, here's the bottle for you. I'll put the box back in place here. And then we brought some of these lovely tortilla chips to try it on because apparently that is the favorite snack for tasting stuff. Would you care to grab some chips for yourself? Thank you, sir. I like, this is chip bag ASMR videos. <laughs> Hi, my name is Mark, and I'll be talking to you about these chips today. All right, let's do it, though, for real. Oh, yeah, you got a good one. I pour, pulled a bunch out. All right. Ooh, that's got a big, that's got a big mouthpiece. It does. It's got a big old mouth on it. Ooh, it's thick. Okay, so first thoughts, already thicker than traditional Tabasco. You can smell the sweet. You can smell the Ooh, spice. Ooh, I'm here for this. Trying to think of how best to eat this. Oh, yeah. You know what that reminds me of? What's that? Have you had Mayploy? No. Mayploy is a lot sweeter. Okay. Um, it's more for even basting or if you cook like a pork tenderloin, a great dipper. Yeah. I love a good dipper. That's more, um, um, what's the word? Uh, like I was saying with the alcohol before. Sorry, I can't think no, of the word. No, it's okay. We can, we can cut around it. That's more concentrated. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like a little more potent. That is wonderful. That is really wonderful. It gave me instantly, I was just like, I'm having Asian cuisine right now. Like, like almost like a little Korean food. Absolutely. May ploy though. That's uh, that's gonna, not Korean. I'm going back and in. Yeah. It's a product here. Yeah. Um, you would recognize I've, it. Yeah, I've seen, I, I can see the image in my head. That's good. That's like one of those things that I would continue. I'm glad that that's the one we picked. That's really good. 
Tabasco, you've done it. You've done it again. They got it right, but you know what it is? Yeah. To me, it's really sweet on the front. Yep. Heat comes after. Yeah. And a little bit together. Yeah. And uh, usually together is best. Um, the. Uh, it's good. Sorry. It's okay. Fine. So there was like that trend for a minute where everyone, like Frank's Red Hot made one where everybody was trying to do like the Thai sweet chili thing. Yes. And I always thought that those kind of forgot to be spicy still. They were just like mostly sweet. This still keeps some of that, like that spice profile. It almost reminds me a little bit of, it's it's almost like they put like a sweeter, it's almost like a bit like hot honey in, a, in an aspect. It's like hot honey blended with Tabasco is kind of the Well vibe. put. Yeah. It's not too hot. No, not at all. It's kind of a, a, a good amount of heat. Right. It's... Yeah, calm. I mean, we're not spice guys, and we're just sitting here. That's I. That's the note. It's ginger on the front, too. Uh, oh, it's their least spicy of all of them. That's one. Yeah, I'm glad they put that little indicator on there. You can see it up there where they have that one to five spice rating. Yeah, but one we're, flame. Not, we're not spice guys, and we're just like, yeah, we'll just Five eat flames on taste. Yeah, that, amen. I'm into it. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah, coming to Jungle Gyms, when you come here, try the whole lineup. You know, we're one of those places where you can find that product that you don't get anywhere else. You're like, oh. I didn't even know didn't even know this existed. I mean, that's how I was with the raspberry chipotle. I buy the chipotle one all the time. Slash, maybe I've liberated a few bottles from Chipotle the restaurant in my time. Yeah. I don't encourage it to be clear. That's okay. um, but it's good. That was good. That was one of those times I was like, oh, I didn't even know this flavor existed. I'm going to buy this. Marinate your fun. chicken in it or protein of choice. I kind of think we should check out the sriracha. Okay, let's do it. I mean, why not? Right? Yeah, I'm here. We're in Rome. It's right? two. This is two. I brand under Coliseum. It's two brand names with two distinct tastes. So wait. I got to figure out what's what. If I recall, I don't think Sriracha is a brand name. I think it's a type of thing, right? Because it's like it hoi, is. F- hoi Fong, I think, is like it's the hoi famous yes. cock sauce bottle. Yeah, but don't you feel like he Ooh. was... He <laughs> Let a real man it. try this. He pioneered it, right? Yep. So... Did it open for you? Yeah. It's because I loosened it up. Yeah, you did. No, I can't do that part. Anymore. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, no, no. I... Team effort. Yeah. Well, still, I do want to say that sriracha is synonymous with hoi fung, the green top. Right, exactly, green top. That's little, all I mean. Little big, uh, big rooster on the bottle. Yeah, I was uh, a bunch of my friends growing up. They just always called it a cock sauce, which you know we were twelve. We're like, <laughs> but there's a giant rooster on it, so they're not wrong. They're not. All right, let's go for it. This smells great. I do like a little sriracha in my day. I like that it's like. I like that it's thick, and I almost said something that I thought was so obnoxious when sriracha first got popular. You'd have all those people like, it's like adult ketchup. <laughs> all right, that's enough. No more talking at brunch. I'll be the judge. Oh, a little, a little heat came in on the back end there. You know huh. what? It's He's more go- vinegary. He's going back in. Yeah, you're right. And it's, it's sweet on the front end, too, more so than I was anticipating. It's good. But it also has a good amount of heat in the back end. It's less garlicky, I think, than the traditional sriracha sauce. I don't think it's personally as hot no, as not at all. hoi fung. No, it's definitely made for white people, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. We Normal. have soft taste buds. That's all right. Yeah, I'm here for it. Hit me. Give, give me a little more juice. That's cool. It's good. Well, folks, if you want, come by the studio sometime. You can try one of these sauces if I still, if I, if you haven't caught me drinking it all out of the bottle. That was great. It was. I'm looking forward to more bits like this, Chris. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Chris, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. I always love doing these bits with you, whether it's a deal squeal, imports versus domestic, or if we're just exploring a product line in full, which again, I know we've probably said it probably three times at this point. 
But when it comes to products, if we're going to carry any product, we're going to carry all of that company's products if it's available to us. So come on in, check some stuff out. And if you don't feel like doing that, we've recently added a product search to our website. So you can actually go before you come in and see if we've got stuff in. And that way you don't even have to talk to me. But if you want to talk to me, you can shoot me an email, podcast at jugglegyms.com. But if you don't, sounds like you're lost. Now, speaking of things we're losing, how about carbs? That's right. I'm about to sit down with Julie of Dojoy Breads. She's going to teach us all about her brand new keto-friendly bread that's here in the store right now. I love it. I like this. I want this to look for the audio listeners. You can't see, but we're in the middle of the store right now. So I love when people walk through it. And, and I'm being very serious about that. I want it to look lived in. Anyway, we're talking to Julie about Dojoy Breads. We did one of the things that I've been so excited about, and I know I set this up at the beginning of the show, but we actually did a taste test on it. But Julie's going to walk us through the process, talk to us a little bit about the keto diet, and much, much more. So let me toss this to you, Julie. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the studio today. I'm Hi, holding Mark. a I'm holding a loaf of bread. I'm pretty excited about this. Oh, you should be. It's bread. <laughs> I'm gonna move this There's just nothing more exciting than bread. Honestly, of all the foods, I think bread is the one to be excited it about. It really is. And I think everybody gets really excited about the concept of carbs, but in the fun way now. So talk to me a little bit about what's going on here with uh, Dojoy here. Yes. Holding up to the Mark Cam. Yes. Dojoy is just, well, we, we say that you can have a slice of joy when you eat dojoy um, because this is real bread. It okay. just is absent of carbs in the form of net carbs. So oh, cool. it's full of dietary fiber. So that comes with carbs, but that metabolizes in your body. So it doesn't convert to sugar. Oh, cool. So the carbs that convert to sugar are absent in this bread. Awesome. So you're just left with a delicious tasting Real white bread yeah. with no carbon packed, no sugar, lots of dietary fiber and protein. That's like the big thing right now. I yes. feel like if everybody could just, they're, they're very hot on the carb-free lifestyle. Yes. I'm into it. It's been good. It's like nice. I, I, I kind of love about these products that we get a lot of dietary fiber because I feel like that's one of those things that's lacking in the American diet, whether sure. we admit it or not. Huge, you know? huge. Yeah, and it has been for a long time, and that's why you see incidences of obesity being sure. outrageous in the U.S. and yeah. diabetes and all these things. And so, you know, bread, I don't know, 20 years or so ago sort of became public enemy, number <laughs> one, maybe two behind sugar. I mean, right. when I found out that I couldn't eat, really shouldn't be eating gummy bears, I was really, really sad. But then quickly after, it's like, seriously, and bread too. Um, but... <laughs> Um, I think that's where we've kind of gone wrong, though. You know, mm -hmm. like, yes, we need to control our carbs. Yes, we need to control sugar. But eliminating bread from your diet is just sad. Yeah. It's just sad. <laughs> I mean, bread comes with... <laughs> there is so much... Like, think of the symbolism of bread. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, it, bread goes back to ancient times. Yeah. You know, it was it's really kind of that first... Um, manufactured, if you will, food that man ever made. Right. Um, Egyptians created it. That's 8, a great 8,000 BC because they created a, um, a device that, that would mill, mill grain. Oh, wow. And so from that, they created an unleavened bread. Oh. And then they're also the ones who sort of figured out yeast. You know, and so bread is basically flour, yeast, water, and salt. Mm -hmm. And they figured that yeast, there was something happening, like it would bubble and it would ferment. And 
they, they thought that, that yeast doing, they didn't know what it was, but they thought it was magic. They thought that the, the, right. the gods gave them this wonderful thing that caused them to create bread. And from there, you know, you, you, it's referenced in religion, it's referenced in culture. I mean, it's, it's the stuff, I mean, bread, you could actually say, has a societal role in yeah. a lot of ways, too. Like, um, during the French Revolution, when the economy was collapsing, um, the people lived on bread, like in France. That's, that was the food source. That was a primary food source. And so when the economy was collapsing in the late 1700s and the French decided that they were going to increase the price of bread, what happened? Like, heads literally ruled. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, so this is just a food that, that literally is, <laughs> is life. Dojoy's out here preventing decapitations. That's what I took I away mean, from this story. It certainly is there to give us joy again at the table. Yeah, that's what, you know, and yeah. I, the whole time I was just thinking, I'm like, yeah, even the expression breaking bread, right? Yes. I mean, there's a reason yes. why we've gone to that. I mean, yes, and that and that's really about in in... In wartime, if you broke bread with your enemy, you were trying to negotiate peace. Yeah. You know, so bread had a roll at the table. A roll at the a table. At oh. the table. <laughs> I've got terrible puns. That's about where my brain is this week. <laughs> You're forgiven for the puns. Thank you. I appreciate it. But now don't it. get me started. On, I mean, I, I love bread. I mean, truly, in, in, in my diet mm -hmm. of all of the foods, bread is, is my favorite. Yeah, and it's it, fun. It, I don't know about you, but like I think of my childhood memories and my grandmother's house when I was growing up always smelled like fresh baked bread. So it kind of, that, that scent and that flavor takes you back to a place in time. Yeah. I love a good food memory like yes. that, you know? Yeah. So, um, we don't want to, we don't want to eliminate that. No, not at all. I, and I think it's been, it's that funny thing you see in memes. I feel like this show secretly is just describing meme culture all the time, but <laughs> I see it all the time in memes where people are just like, I'm unhappy because I've cut all these carbs out of my life. Right. And it's been kind of wonderful for me to see brands like yourself that are coming out and going like, Hey, you know what? Maybe you can actually still have this thing. Maybe there's some other areas of our lives we can focus on differently to adjust. Right. And you're creating this great product. And, you know, look, I'm not going to lie to the audience. I will save that for later in the show. Uh, but having tried this already, I've been eating it a lot lately. And I'm one of those people that's been, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm carb cutting, but I'm trying to be carb conscious, yes. right? Yes. You know, and removing things like uh, refined sugars from my diet and that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's been really refreshing to just go in here and be able to actually have a guilt-free sandwich, and you that, know? that is the key. Um, you know, there's so many products on the market that are also, you know, low-carb, keto, keto-friendly, dirty keto, whatever right. you want to call it. <laughs> dirty, keto. dirty keto. I haven't heard that dirty yet. That sounds like probably thing. what my what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's carb-free bread, but I'm going to eat, you know, I don't know, marshmallows or something. Well, right, because following a strict keto diet is really, really hard. Yeah. And really not very sustainable. Yeah. I tried it. Yeah. And you know, that is sort of the part of the evolution story of this product. Um, I, gosh, you know, it was in the Adkins days that I right. did the keto thing. Oh, yeah. And it's highly effective for about nine months. It was the only diet I was able to continue for nine months. Sure. You know, that was that was the best diet I'd ever been on. And I lost a bunch of weight. But at some point, you just miss bread. Right. And that was truly the reason I couldn't I couldn't keep up with a keto diet. Yeah. So, you know, ever since I've sort of been just trying to figure out how do I maintain a healthier lifestyle 
without sacrificing the foods I really, really love. And bread is the big one. And so I think we've really done that with this product. There's other keto breads on the market, but I would argue and I would propose that this one really is the one that tastes the most like real bread, quote unquote, real bread. I think that had you not told me it was carb free, I don't think I would have noticed immediately, truly. And I've eaten a lot of the different keto brands and they're, you know, for the most part, I've enjoyed most of them, but this is the one I felt like immediately had the most, I mean, it just, it didn't, it like threw me a little bit, you know. I mean, I think I sat there and ate it in front of you. I was like, "Oh, weird," you know, in a good, in good weird, of course. Of course. Well, <laughs> when we we're out in the market a lot with this product, like yeah. in, in terms of farmers markets and sure. events in the city, that's where we're selling it because it's brand new. And Jungle Gems, like I just love Jungle Gems because you guys are so supportive of small companies, small brands, and we are one. Yeah. You know, we are the quintessential food startup team. Me and my two um, girls, Sarah and Sarah, both named Sarah. I like um, it. <laughs> Um, so we're the three Dojoy girls, and we're out in the markets all over town. We've been doing this um, since you know earlier in the spring, and probably the best compliment we can get is when we sample it. Somebody tastes it, and they look at me, and they're like, "It's real bread," and I said, "Yeah, hundred percent real bread." Right, and that's 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 what this is. It's real bread that just happens to have almost no carbs. Yeah, that's beautiful. And so what's the, is the, can I ask what the trick is in that regard? Yes. Like, I, I'm always curious about that because obviously I know you mentioned the fiber, so that's offsetting a lot of it. But like, mm -hmm. are there certain ingredients that are showing up in these uh, things that yeah. do that, that you're willing to at least reveal? For sure. Um, and really, that's a story that I should have my food scientist tell sometime because there I is a lot of, um, there. there's... There's a lot of really deep understanding um, of not just bread making, but of chemistry. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to scare people by using the word chemistry. Right. But I mean, you have to remember an apple is made up of chemicals. Right. You know, everything. I, literally to the regular bread making process you mentioned is right. a form of chemistry. Right. <laughs> no, it's from God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like the worst Egyptian ever going like, I didn't know we invented that. <laughs> I mean, yeast is a fungus. Yeah. So it's a single cell fungus. And in that, the process of it consuming sugar and carbs, it produces carbon dioxide, which ferments the dough, which causes it to rise, which creates bread. Right. That's a chemical process. Yeah. And so in, in food science, you know, understanding how all of the ingredients work together to give you a, a food that mimics something else but excludes certain other qualities is a real real skill this is not something you're just going to kind of know how to do unless you really have that deep scientific understanding and so um sarah is is a incredibly skilled food scientist and so she figured out the problem the key technical challenge to figure out with this was how do you make a bread rise when it doesn't contain sugar hmm. These little yeasts are starving right. because they have no sugar to eat. Yeah. So you basically have to put food back into the dough to give the yeast something to eat so that they can still pre produce that energy that results in carbonation that causes it to rise. That's amazing. And, and so that's what she did. And um, as a result of that, too, you also have to kind of add back other ingredients that are going to give the bread flavor because the yeast, that fermentation process results in 
endless arrays of different types of bread. You've got ciabatta, you've got uh, focaccia, you've got white bread, you've got you know wheat bread. There, I mean, infinite right. varieties of bread, and it's all based on the types of yeast, how much yeast, time bake, temp, all of those things. Sure. And so she figured out then with a different type of food for those yeasts to munch on and produce their, you know, gases, um, and then different ingredients to help give the flavor profile she was looking for and all those other things, she basically created this balanced formula that results in a great bread. That's so cool. And, and, and it's one of those things that, like, you know, I, I had a, a bread maker in here a few months ago, and I learned a little bit about the process then. But it's so fascinating to talk to people who really know about this. I'm like, I've, you know, that was the thing I missed out during the pandemic is I would never baked any bread. You know, that was like a oh, thing I've at first. Oh, I never baked any bread. <laughs> I leave this all to Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to bring her back sometime. Yes. I've wanted, I've been very curious she will to blow interview. your mind. Yeah, that would be so she fun. She also go down, I, I, I can't understand her half the time. So, I mean, <laughs> at your own risk. We'll no, that Sarah. sounds fun. Maybe we'll do some experiments together. We'll oh, create some so fun, fun, weird thing together. Yeah, yeah, and we'll tie the dojoy back into Let's it. Let's do it. Apple cider vinegar, I mean, wheat, and coconut. Oh. Yeah, coconut. Coconut oil is a really special ingredient. Also makes it really challenging. Really? Yeah. What, what, what about that is well, so challenging? So there's different types of coconut oil, and we need this more solid type of coconut oil. Okay. And in a baking facility, um, we need we need it to be somewhat solid um, in order for it to proof properly. Okay. Um, and if you, we bake this product at this food bread at North College Hill Bakery. Oh. And North College Hill Bakery is incredible. They've been around forever. I We all adore all of the team there, especially Matt, the owner, and his wife, Terry. Um, and they lovingly make this bread. And Sarah works alongside with them, and it's a very handmade process, a little automation, but they've got this oven in there that's just, it's this rolling oven, and it's huge, and it's deep, and it looks like it's literally going into the depths of hell as it's, what? you know, <laughs> churning. There's this whole life and death theme to all of this. But, I kind of love that, though. You know. So, it's a cycle. <laughs> so anyway, the bakery is hot. And so coconut oil melts very quickly. And so we have to like be really precise about when you then fold in the coconut oil because oh, it has sure. to still be somewhat solid. Otherwise, it's melting everywhere. And then you have, you know, an oily dojo, mess, I guess, right? Dojo blobs, you know. <laughs> so, That'll be the next one we try, actually. <laughs> you might still like it. It's still pretty good. Um, yeah, so so where were we going with that? Uh, we were just talking about, I don't know, I was caught coconut up in the magic. Oil. Coconut oil, yes, thank you. Coconut oil is actually one of, it, it's a rarer ingredient in bread. And and I think it is because it's it's somewhat difficult to work with. It makes sense. But and it, it gives such great flavor. I was just going to say, and it, it it's it's now, like, you know, you don't get it, it's not like a super strong flavor, but I could see it being that thing that adds a little of, like, the bread's traditional sweetness that would probably be missing just yep. because there's no sugar in this. Right. Very interesting. What a yeah. cool product. It's a really, I'm very proud of it. If, this is this is a baby. Yeah, like you're us. doing great stuff. Is Jungle Gyms one of the first places that's carrying you in the big way? indeed. Oh, I love to hear it. First only most. I love it. <laughs> so great. And we're going to have a great sale and oh, know, awesome. some promotion around it. So Well, that'll be exciting too. Yeah. Okay, so... In this, you know, I'm assuming this will probably be a natural foods more than likely mm -hmm. since that's where a lot of our health yeah. products are. We have a huge section for that. 
since this is keto friendly and no carb, does this hit any of the other like gluten free or mm. any of those things? How nope, does that? Okay. Sadly, no. It I'm just, not educated in that world, yeah. so this is just me trying no, that's to understand. Good. I mean, that is actually a common misconception. No, this is this is a gluten full bread. Okay. Um, so if you have celiac, it's going to be a problem. No, that's, um, that's okay. A few yeah. trade offs here and yep, there, right? Yep. And and honestly, it's you know like for people who are following a low carb lifestyle. Um, we there are some obviously people who are also interested in vegetarianism and veganism yeah. and and this spread is okay but it's not really you know generally people who are vegetarian vegan they like carbs they eat a lot of carbs right um, so this is more for people who are really watching those macros yeah absolutely um, so sugar and protein and and carb counts all are very carefully watched. Um, People, you know, who are watching their diets, doing Weight Watchers points. This is a great option. And, and folks who are diabetic, it's a great option. Oh, that's a great um, point. But then we also have a really interesting group of people who are very fit, very buff. Yeah. Bodybuilders. Bodybuilders. I, I'm excited about that. It's, it's really, it's very exciting for them also. That's super um, cool. Yeah. Because so. they're kind of an untapped market in a weird way. I feel like I, when you hear keto, it's mostly people on like the weight loss end. But it's interesting to me see how many people in the fitness game are very invested in that. Mm -hmm. And I imagine that their diets are very unhappy. And I don't mean that in a mean way, but like, you know, they're probably not eating fun stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm really looking forward to chicken and vegetables and rice again or whatever. You know, so I imagine this affords them a lot of cool There's opportunities. There's been a lot of excitement stuff. for this in that community. That's so cool. Sure. Well, look yeah. at you just making waves for everybody. Thanks. I love it. Thanks. You're We're welcome. pretty excited about it. Okay, so we've got food scientist Sarah. There's another Sarah too, right? There is. What's what's she do? So Sarah is our artist. She's our resident artist. Oh. She's graphic design, package design, branding, marketing. So she's created this very joyful brand, yeah. Dojoy. It's fun. It's got like I love the little smiling bread here. Mm -hmm. He's adorable, or she's adorable. They are adorable. And the it's 2022. I'm I'm hip. <laughs> The, the purpley red and the orangey, you know, colors were choicefully selected because they represent joy. I mean, there's actually yeah. a really interesting um, study of what what is it that constitutes joy. Yeah. And there's TED Talks on it. Oh, and, I love that. Um, it's the little things in life that mm -hmm. bring you joy. You know, it's not anything grandiose. It yeah. doesn't have to be expensive. It's just the little things like enjoying a sandwich, yeah. um, like, you know, smelling a flower, hearing a favorite, you know, tune. If you take the time to notice it, it's joyful. And so, you know, it's part of that kind of like mentality of, being in the moment and being aware. And right. so we wanted to bring that into the brand as well. Oh, that's really cool. Giving people back those, um, you know, one of those joyful occasions in their life when they can enjoy bread again without any guilt. It's a big thing. Yeah, huge fan of that. Yes. A huge fan of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> should not be. <laughs> I know, right? Well, and, and this is all part of your Launch Kitchen brands, right? Yes. So if I am not mistaken, I feel like, I mean, well, should I just, this, I th said I'd lie to the audience, um, but that's really how we met was through some yes. of the other brands that you work with too. Yes. So yeah. tell us a little bit about what Launch Kitchen sure, does. Sure, So um, I have been the owner of Launch Kitchen uh, for several years now. Um, Actually, we went through a little bit of a change. So uh, it's the last year with Launch Kitchen. Before that, it was another. It was another company. I had different owners. You know, we don't. Yeah, things happen. All of that, yeah, right. But um, we are really dedicated to helping entrepreneurs bring new food products to the market. So um, that's why I'm such a big fan of Jungle because you guys always are so accepting of the food that we 
that we bring and, yeah. and launch in the market. And it's so important at this early initial stages of launch that we really understand and learn how do you get a product into the store in a way that people are going to notice it and the right people are going to notice it, right. who it's designed for, and how do you get their attention in the store and all of those things. And Jungle's been just amazing um, partner to us as we, you know, bring, you know, really incubate these new food brands. I always think about us being on like the food front lines yes. a little bit where it's like, all right, well, we'll explore some stuff and hopefully that will encourage a whole, our audience to do it. So I think it's really cool that you're doing the same thing. Yeah. You're like the front line of the front line, you know? <laughs> I mean, for yeah. real though, because you're out there finding, I mean, you've, turn me on to so many cool things in just the short time that we've known each other. Well, the, we're the ones who, if you if you have grandma's recipe mm -hmm. and you've got lots of friends who all say you really need to do something with this, you, sh you should be in Kroger. Yeah. You should be in, you should be in a store, a big store with it because people love this product. Yeah. Then, you know, unless you know something about food manufacturing and, and commercialization, it's a really hard step to take. Right. Um, and so we're there to really help new food entrepreneurs figure that out. You know, take a recipe, convert it into a formula, which is really a commercialized recipe that uses right. ingredients that are going to be um, commercially available mm -hmm. at scale. Yeah. And then to, from there, you know, what's the right packaging for this product? And then we have to think about the branding and then we have to think about the manufacturing of sure. it and all of these, there's just, it's an overwhelming right. um, amount of information that you have to, for most people, learn. Yeah. So we kind of help our clients go through that whole end-to-end -end process of getting their product from a concept into the store and on a shelf and or online. Um, and so that's that's the business that I've been in for several years, and um, this, both Sarahs have also been in the same space for you know. So it makes a long perfect time. sense. Yeah, yeah we so we together. together we all have very um, compatible com competencies. Yeah. To to be able to do this work for our clients. Oh, a little good, really a good exciting. little brain trust action yeah. there. I love that. It's yeah. It's really fun. We're really um, grateful to be able to do such fun work. That's amazing. How do you find some of these products if, if that's not too secret? Not at all. The secret sauce? I mean, people find us, you know, okay. and and, um, and we definitely go through a, you know, sort of a, a process where we're trying to make sure that we're the right partners because yeah. once you go on this journey, it's, it's this is several years, sure. you know, that we're together and these products become our babies. Right. And, um, and so, so, yeah, they find us and we help them along and, and then we become like a big family. So. I love that, actually. <laughs> and, you know, it is one of those things thinking about it where, yeah, I mean, so many of these projects are passion projects, right? It's usually just one person kind of trying to be like, yeah. all right, I jarred 100 bottles of sauce and I'm going to go to the farmer's market and hope they sell, right. you know, whatever. So it's really cool that you're offering a service like that. Very interesting. Now I'm like, what products do I have that I'd like to make my million on? Yeah, you're so, a beauty. Yeah, I, I have a few in there. I just I haven't. You do. Uh, yeah, I know. Keep them close to the vest for now, but uh, off air, I'll probably dive in more. <laughs> That's so amazing. Well, I obviously wish you the best. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I know we already planned this. Again, I'm just continuing to lie to everybody. But I think we should make some sandwiches let's and, do it. and let's see if people can t taste the difference. Okay. I'm into it. Let's do it. Well, it's time to do the sandwich taste off of the century. I'm excited about this. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience first? Uh, hi, I'm Aaron. I know Mark from another podcast that <laughs> I work on and Twitter. Uh, and I love food. I'm a self-proclaimed 
self-proclaimed food critic. <laughs> I appreciate you coming out, Aaron. Seriously, this is gonna be a lot of fun. So I'm excited. what we've got today is we're trying out some new breads for you. Okay. And I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Maybe I should let you lead a little bit more on that, Julie, here as far yeah, as uh, how to I set mean, this it's up. Just, we're, we're just curious which of the breads you seem to like best with the various sandwiches. Okay. And then as you, as you eat them, we'll tell you a little more and... I think we keep it open. At yeah, point. that sounds good to me. So yeah, in that case, then if you want, pick a sandwich. So they're in pairs. So two, two, and two. I would say pick one from each plate relative to what. So that one down there is a peanut butter jelly. I've got uh, ham, Swiss, and mustard on that one. So I'm assuming that's probably a no, judging from what I. I hate uh, mustard, so I'm gonna start with that one to get it out of the way. <laughs> we don't have to try them all. So if you want to just pick oh, one, I you try yeah, them all. okay. <laughs> I, I think that should know be fine. What the, the bread combo is like. With awesome. Each well, in that case, why don't we start with PB and Jason's yes. down there? So if you okay. want to pull a half off each one and go for it, let me, I can slide them over. Okay. Wait, so this has both types of bread on it? No, nope. so that's just, so just pick it's one of those off there. It's one type of bread. And, and then I'll okay. grab you one of the other ones. And this is. Hmm. Making some judgments already. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like. Traditional regular bread, the way it's cut. <laughs> I love the sneaky she's face. She's gonna be a tough critic. I, I think so too. Yeah. Look at her. She's like, yeah, I'm definitely a tough critic. I mean, that's good, but okay. I'm pretty certain that's not real bread. Mm. Oh my god, what if that's wrong? I'm Perfect. Just so confident. I want you. Like to I want you to feel uh, uncomfortable and potential shame. <laughs> mm. This is real bread. Oh, so help us understand what's the difference between the two. Mm. If I'm wrong, that's the best whatever type of, what is this, keto, gluten-free, what's the vibe? Well, that's what we're sort of wondering. So mm. so which one, which one you, you think this one is real bread? And so does that make that one not real bread? I have no idea what's <laughs> going on right now. But, but just answer, it's okay. There's no wrong answer yeah, here. This is this ultimately fact-finding. Texture. Oh, I just spit. Sorry to all our viewers. Um, so you can swear, but you can't spit on the show. <laughs> <laughs> this texture is just not as uh, fluffy. Okay. It's um, ah, it's still good. Like I would eat this, but like when it comes to white bread, like I want it to be so soft and like. Almost getting soggy. <laughs> this feels like it wouldn't get soggy, which is great for a lot of people. I love soggy stuff. This is like a like a bread bread, like a bakery bread. This is like a Kroger bread. And you think it's a bakery bread because I love it. why? Because of the crust being chewier, it just seems more um, fancier. Fancy. Like this seems like the plastic bag tied bread that you get at the store, and this seems like. Maybe someone sliced it. Ooh, I like that. So, That's a good take. Yeah. So what's better, worse about each? Subjectively for me, with a peanut butter and jelly, and I will tell you for those two, I'm probably going to like this one better. But for a peanut butter and jelly, I want soft, flexible, flimsy, <laughs> cheap, 89-cent loaf of bread. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. I, I love this. <laughs> Me All right, too. so round one. All right, in that case, let me slide down. Yeah. I'll have you use the same plate just since I didn't think that far. In oh, advance. this is my plate. I yes, forgot. Sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Our objective was to torture you with this exercise. <laughs> That's good. See, like, 
when I'm eating a sandwich with lunch meat on it, I want that other texture coming in. Like I don't want a flimsy, soggy sandwich because I want like a little bit of bite back. Mm -hmm. Sure. I don't even want to eat this one. You don't have to if you don't want to. No, I'm committed to this. I appreciate it. That's <laughs> the kind of dedication I need. Why is it? Oh God, mustard is disgusting. <laughs> it's just foul. Like it's just vinegar paste. Um. Oh no, this one is way better, and it's because of that chewy crust. Okay. Like that is, like, you can make a sandwich at home. You know, and it's not that good. Sure. I make good sandwiches, but whatever. <laughs> But this seems like I went to a deli and I got this sandwich and that's the type of bread they would have there. So I like that crust for that. I don't like it for that. Okay. okay. But in this taste test, I prefer this bread. Wonderful. Awesome. Okay. And you want to do the chicken salad too? I absolutely. <laughs> Let's find out. Mm. Mm -hmm. I will tell you the flavor of these breads is identical. It's really about the texture for me. This is the only way I would have been able to tell the difference. And I kind of prefer this flavor with the other types, like sandwiches that I would get at a deli, I prefer right. this flavor. Okay. Sandwiches that I would make at home, I want this incredibly soft and just like classic bleached white bread flavor. Love that. <laughs> the refined white loaf. Mm -hmm. The literally, like probably terrible for me. White loaf. Okay. And I, I feel that's why I'm so curious about the chicken salad one because I feel like that's a halfway point between the textures today. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Because chicken salad is so mushy, mm -hmm. I like this texture a lot better, which is interesting because peanut butter and jelly is famously mushy. But right. it's just something about, I think it's the nostalgia of the 89 cent bag bread sure. with the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But yeah. I prefer this one two out of three times. That's so, awesome. So what do you think the spread is? Is this, you, you were describing it as potentially like a deli style bread mm -hmm. or a bakery style bread. Is there any other, if you had to imagine where you might buy it or what, what it is? I have no idea. They taste so similar. This one is like, Wheatier. Like, I can taste that it derives from wheat. <laughs> I love it. I don't know how what this bread is or how it works or if it's derived from wheat, but it tastes like it's less derived from wheat than this one. But I think the texture is amazing. They taste almost identical. And if you're asking me what I think this is, I have literally no idea. <laughs> I think we should tell her. Well, it's bread. I mean, it's bread. <laughs> okay. And it's real bread. Okay. It's just, it doesn't have carbs. So it has under one net carb. What does that mean? So um, it means that it mostly consists of dietary fiber Aww. and protein and um, half the calories of this guy, maybe more. Okay. And um, it was designed to, to be real bread. It's made of wheat actually has things in it like coconut oil and sunflower protein and apple cider vinegar. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, is it gluten-free? No, okay. not gluten-free. Okay. But Full I could eat it if I was on keto because there's no carbs. You right? can or eat, less yeah, I mean, if you're watching calories too, I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's a way of enjoying bread without having to worry about 
your macros, if you're fat following your macros, mm-hmm. or if you're watching your calories or you're watching your carbs. And how many grams of fiber in one slice of bread? Nine grams. <gasps> so if I ate a sandwich, that's almost my daily fiber. I am I need fiber. That's yeah. like my I use a calorie tracker app just to see how much fiber I'm getting in a day because I'm like low, yeah. not doing great. And I need 20 in a day, an and one sandwich would fiber. be almost there. Yeah, we yeah. can make that claim. Ugh. Excellent source of fiber. I love that. Yeah, thank you. Oh my God, good um, job. Did you make this bread? I mean, I didn't make it. My <laughs> business partner made it, who okay. she happens to be a food scientist. But yes, mm. um, it's great for anyone like diabetics, anyone who oh, is just yeah. really careful about sugar and I carbs, fitness. It. It's the fiber really got me going. <laughs> I, I'm excited. <laughs> it gets all of us going. We're- all right, another taste test for the room. Why don't you introduce yourself to the audience for me? Uh, I'm Dick Gross. Thank Local you. native to the Fairfield well, group in the Fairfield area. Musician, uh, traveler, yeah. fisherman, farmer. I love it. Everything. All of the F Renaissance words. Renaissance man. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Renaissance man. Well, today, Dick, what we'd like you to do is try some sandwiches for us. So oh, we yes. have an assortment of sandwiches up here. I guess at this point, I could probably just slide in the actual plates, huh? Yeah. I'm yeah. hungry. I haven't eaten yet today. Good. Well, cool. th- all of these are for you. Really? Yeah, for real. Oh. So whatever you'd like to, I mean, eat as much as you'd like. I will eat all of them. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right, well, let's, let, we'll lead off with the PB&J again here. I'll slide oh, these yeah, up for yeah, you. There we go. All right, so each one is a different uh, different bread, and we just want to know, we'll start, just simple thoughts, try it, let us know what you think of both. Okay, what am I looking for? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Yes, just, yeah, just uh, eat it blindly. Just your reaction. <laughs> that's a PB&J. Okay. Correct. <laughs> I mean, that's always... I um, wish I had the gong grape, grape now. jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. I had to go yeah, Concord. Yeah. Only the best Ooh. for you. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, local farm to table grapes or something. <laughs> Concords? Yeah. <laughs> Flown over so on. So now, do you want me to try like a bite of this one try and a bite of this one? Yep. One. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll dive into th- more thoughts. I'd love that you guys all are like... What's mm. he up to? Mm. <laughs> Tasty. Okay. So thoughts just overall so far. Uh, I like this bread. Okay. It's like, this is really soft, which is cool. But I like this one because it's a little bit, it has more body to it. Okay. Pretty similar in taste, really. I mean, yeah. What do you mean by body? Like it, it's a firmer uh-huh. bread. Like this is really soft. So you don't, you don't get the... The mouthfeel of it, it's just kind of like blends into everything. And this one at least has like something to it. When you bite into it, you can actually like taste it. Sure. You know? Cool. Love it. Beautiful take. Yeah. Well, nice. Welcome to keep eating it. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna eat, I'll start uh, sliding I'll the next the ones down. What's that one? <laughs> so the next one here. Uh-huh. So I, I guess I can say it's it's you're tasting the same breads repeatedly. Right. Okay. So just to be clear. Uh, but this next one is ham, Swiss, and mustard. Ooh. A classic. What kind of ham? Uh, it's a cherry wood smoked ham. Ooh. I'm using the Alpine Lace, Lacey Swiss on there. Uh, and the mustard is, uh, it's from a guy named the Mustard Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's great. You can get him here okay. at the store, too. It's seriously wonderful. Shout out to you, Tim. Mustard Man. I was just doing a walk through the store. Yeah. And uh, saw some things I need to pick up. 
And I was like, oh, I better get back over here. Okay. We'll try this one first. Yeah, I thought we'd make all kinds of different textural ones too, yeah. just to see. It's like, you know. Is that a like it, dislike it face? Did I put too much mustard? Mm -mm. Okay. No, that's the bread sticking to my teeth. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. I say when like bread, like this bread has like a more body to it, doesn't like instantly stick to your teeth. Yeah, like get out of the roof of your mouth. Mm -hmm. Worst timeline. All right. <laughs> I'm still clearing it. So I think we can call out at this point that this bread that you're tasting here is the Dojoy bread. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is a new bread on the market. Um, and available here at Jungle Gems. Okay. So we're just now kind of curious to know if you can think of why it might be special, because it's different from the more classic white sandwich bread. Uh, no, you play, take time. Realistically, what this show is really about is just people who want to watch people eat. So oh, man. I'll just slow I can do this zooms. Anytime you want. I, you call I me. will really call you if you're being serious. Yeah. I like food. You can you call can't. me too. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. You're already on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, I do like this bread compared to like your normal, like traditional white, like mm -hmm. I guess white bread. Because like it, it does do that. This doesn't have that. You bite into it. It doesn't instantly like disintegrate and stick to everything. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's always how white bread is. But this one at least has a body to it. It's really good. I love it. Okay. Want to try the last one too? Sure. What's, what is that? Chicken salad. So Ooh. this one we did chicken salad. It's got some grapes and walnuts in it. Oh man. Is that okay? Is so that in-house made? It is in-house made. Exclusive to Jungle Gems. Wow. <laughs> you know, what aisles, it, what aisles that in? Uh, deli. <laughs> I'm going to eat all this. I'm yeah, just saying. Well, of course. <laughs> like, the real trick here today is that I just wanted to send people home with a lot of sandwiches. Mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing going home with me. Oh, we'll yeah. Eating right here. <laughs> We're doing live samples in the store again, folks. This is great. Ooh. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I like the, I like the bread. It's really good. So, what makes it so special? Well, I was, which of these breads, this one or this one, do you think has um, fewer carbs, carbohydrates? What's a carb? <laughs> so I gather you're not really into like the watching your macros or dietary fiber or protein. Some people are. Some I people made the are. same face. No, I'm into just like if it, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, I'm just gonna eat it. Awesome. Like I don't, I don't personally worry about any of that stuff. But yeah. you know, um, there are people that do. So it's good to know like that kind of. And stuff. And there are some people who have been avoiding eating bread altogether because of concerns about carbs yeah. and sugar. Okay. And so um, we're wondering, like, of the two, does it taste like that would have fewer carbs than that one? No. That one just kind of feels cheaper. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a way to so say it. I love it. it. Thank you. Yes. It does. It, it, this feels like a, a better, like, real bread. Yeah. Like, especially if you t eat bread that you've made yourself at home. And you know it has like that density to it. Mm -hmm. That's how this feels compared to like, I'm guessing this is just standard white So bread. we love that because it is a special bread in that um, it, it does have all that substance and it has under one net carb. 
Okay. Um, which basically means it has. Is that in like one piece? In one piece. Okay. Right. I don't know if it's so, like in one bag. Like I, I think you're, you're eating one, like this sandwich is one one serving. Okay, it's just two pieces of bread. Well, in or this that's case, it's, it's a half. It's oh, that's right. It's, okay. Yeah. So you can have that sandwich, and you the bread portion only gives you 40 calories, which is half of what this bread will give I you. I think it's actually, I think the one that we picked, Isn't I think it's actually 100 that? calories a oh slice. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, so oh, no. I know. I know. And I'm going to watch my carbs all yeah. the time. <laughs> Well, there's been this whole movement of the anti-carb thing, right? And it's in. Uh, by the way, I think uh, the American diet probably does have too much sugar, too much, too mm -hmm. many carbs. So it's kind of nice. But I feel like people. Uh, we were joking earlier. Like people just get kind of caught up, and they're like, "Well, now I'm miserable if right. I have to make dietary right. choices." But wasn't uh, that like the Atkins thing? Wasn't yeah. exactly? The same? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, keto's just advanced Atkins. Oh. It's like <laughs> Atkins it? Plus. It's a streaming service. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, and a lot of these breads that have the nutrition profile of ours tend to be pretty cardboardy, they're really dry, they um, taste kind of starchy. Mm -hmm. I had one person say, oh my gosh, they taste like dust. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we really strive to create a bread that tastes like real bread. Yeah. And so when you say it tastes like a real bread with substance, mm -hmm. that's the ultimate compliment because it also doesn't have carbs. Okay, nailed it. There we go. See, I love it, a little blind taste test and you nail exam, I, that's so good to me. Now how come we didn't do like a grilled cheese paired with like I a tomato mean, soup? It's so that's funny. That's where, because you want to think classics, you know. We did think about that actually. And then, and, and Julie even brought a griddle and then I, I mean, I really don't have a good Do they excuse. not have like tomato bisque over there? They probably do in the tomato bisque aisle. Uh, <laughs> probably one that, section. Is that 38? Is it <laughs> oh, orange foods? 38, yes. Yeah, you know, not to be confused with the yellow 38. It's the giraffe oh, yeah. aisle. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll just look right underneath the NASCAR, you know. Oh, yeah. There's one over there. <laughs> I love giving directions in the store. It's always something silly like that. Right? You're going to walk through uh, the Roman Coliseum, <laughs> you know, go you'll under pass, the NASCAR. You'll pass the possum family. Yeah. <laughs> To get to the porta potties, I That's had right. to pass the race car. Right. <laughs> the Imagine the giant cheese. Yeah, right. I love like people who haven't been here before are definitely like, what are they talking about? Mm -hmm. And then no, the rest. I of just us. always head straight towards the Jerry Garcia uh, uh, airstream. Yeah, I love it. it. Yeah. Me. <laughs> I usually come in and go straight to the. Uh, Hot, uh, the hot sauce section. Oh yeah, the fire truck. Yes, the fire truck, yeah. Yes. Apparently Jungle drove that into the building too. I thought that really? was pretty cool. Like, yeah, and I think they stripped <laughs> the gears on it shortly after this, but it did work at a time, which that's always fun, so. I'm glad, would you say that you liked it? Yeah, because I'm not like, like I said, digging it off my teeth, which is a, a bonus. Oh, for sure. I thought uh, you asked a good question. I'm gonna steal it for this one. Yeah. Um, if they were to come out with a new bread flavor, for lack of a better term, what would be like bread flavor? You know like, what I mean, oh, like, like like wheat or something like that. What what would you what would you want to see? What's your what's your bread of choice usually? Personally, I like I just like white bread. Okay, like I I don't I don't multi grains. Okay, okay, but that tastes like to me it tastes too sandy. If it's like a flavor profile, to tell I, you, no, like I get sandy. it. This is the Green. dust thing. It yeah. is. <laughs> That's uh, so awesome. <laughs> But you, <laughs> I'm also a fan. It's so of weird those. to hear her say that, but I was like, "You're so right." I think I know this person. <laughs> like cinnamon raisins, always cool. Mm. Oh, you know, that's that, interesting. That, that, yeah, maybe looking at breakfast stuff now. Okay, and other ways to incorporate it: French toast. Boom. 
Look at you. Oh my gosh, that's dangerous. I travel for work, so I'm right. always in hotels having to make up a breakfast that's different every day. Yeah. So you're always trying to find something else to. That's, I love that. Yeah. That's a great idea. All right. So it's on the list now. Well, thanks so much for coming in. I appreciate oh, it. And me. Julie, thank you for coming. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. You're welcome. Congratulations. Thank yeah, of, of course. Well, I'm looking forward to eating more of it. And yes. We've got it in the stores now. So, and uh, it's, I think we're running some specials on it, if yes. I'm not mistaken, too, right? Yes, yes, we are. Um, on sale for $6.49 this week. And we are a local startup. So you're supporting a brand new company. Julie and the Sarah's. Brand. Woman owned. Yeah. There's three of us behind this product line. So Where are you based out of? Where's your uh, blue ash? Really? And the the mm. bread is made at North College Hill Bakery. So okay. We developed it in blue ash, and it's baked at North College Hill. Nice. nice. Keeping so, it local, baby. Yeah. 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 A lot of stuff. Support a lot of local. locals coming out of blue ash lately. It's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a hot area of town. It is. It definitely it is. is. I'm telling myself that because okay. I lived hey, there at you one point. Just say it because there's heart. Uh, Mark's hot bagels over there. You know it. I'm like Mark's. just being remodeled by the way. Oh, yeah. we love the Mark's guys. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm here for their tuna salad. I would okay. fight to the death over it. I don't know why. <laughs> totally. Yeah, Me it's, too. It's really good. Yes. I'm gonna Next keep eating this. Please, by all means, that's the rest of the show. All right, folks, that's the rest of the show. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy me eating the sandwich. Julie, Aaron, and Dick, thank you all so much for your time. Julie, really appreciate finally getting on the show like this. It was a great time. Uh, for all of you out there, like she mentioned, we've still got some great deals on her Dojoy bread. So come on in and check them out. I'm at, this is the end of the show. Oh, did I just undo it? That's what happens when you have a giant head. But I'm hanging out in the toy aisle because uh, as we were getting over here to shoot the outro, I found a bunch of fun new things. Uh, in particular, I'm really excited about these. Little, uh, these are little cat hats, and there's one of six styles <laughs> available in here. And you don't know which one it is until you open it up and force it on your cat, who can't say no which is the best part about owning a cat, right? Uh, on that, though, folks, I'm going to go see how angry I can get Kibby to be at me when I get home with this baby, and I'll see you out there in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms Podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.